from Studio One at the worldwide headquarters of ESPN and from Studio HD in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. We've spent all year watching, waiting for greatness to rise, and it's happened. The four best teams, this is not always the norm, the four best teams are left standing. The four teams that through much of the last several months have proven they can separate themselves, have separated themselves, and now we get an NFC and AFC championship game Sunday made for the ages. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. That's how you get in on the phones to hang out with us. I still can't believe the amount of people that have a hard time with how high our praise has been for Joe Burrow. But we're going to grow our wolf pack up by one, as we like to do on these Fridays. And we're going to do Friday with Field. Field Yates, host of the Fantasy Football, Fantasy Focus Football Podcast. Field is too many Fs. Field Fantasy Focus Football Podcast. Can we workshop this right now? Can we just eliminate one of the Fs somewhere? Like, I can't call you something other than Field. So then Fantasy Focus Football Podcast. It's just too many Fs, man. What are we doing? That's fair. I'm a football guy. How about that? Field the football guy. Oh, that work? I like that. I like f- football Fridays with Field from the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast. I made it worse. All right. Uh, tell me, when you look at these two games this weekend, what's the weekend. one thing that you are absolutely the most excited for? Probably the pass rushing matchup uh, between Nick Bosa and Lane Johnson. Really, the entire 49ers defensive front against that awesome Philadelphia offensive line and there's some injuries that have guys battling through and not at 100%, including perhaps most notably Lane Johnson of the Eagles, who is back in a remarkably fast fashion. But Nick Bosa and Lane Johnson are going to see quite a bit of each other on Sunday afternoon, and you're talking about the likely defensive player of the year against a guy who, regardless of left side or right, has been the most dominant pass-blocking tackle for really the past couple of years. And while the Eagles don't necessarily get all of their passing production off of straight dropbacks, plenty of RPOs that lead to chunk run after the catch plays, when Jalen Hurts does drop back, I can't wait to see how Lane Johnson does against Nick Bosa. In field, i got to ask you, within this matchup, the Eagles versus the 49ers, who's the one player from any side that you think could be the unsung hero in this matchup? Yeah, I'm glad you asked me this, Harry. We're going to talk about a little bit more about this during NFL Live, but if there is a weakness of the 49ers offense, it's probably their interior offensive line play. It's an inexperienced group. They lost Lakin Tomlinson and Alex Mack. Tomlinson now plays for the New York Jets. Mack has recently retired, and this is a group that, because of the way that they have spent at other positions, was going to most likely have to be built by young guys. And That brings aboard the idea that Javon Hargrave, the defensive tackle from the Eagles, could have a big day on Sunday. He and Fletcher Cox and Dominican Sue and Linval Joseph kind of form a rotation amongst that Eagles uh, defensive front. But I would say that Hargrave probably was the best of that group this year. I know there are a lot of people that were frustrated he didn't get get a Pro Bowl uh, pick this year, but there's a lot of good defensive tackles uh, in the NFL right now. And uh, certainly Aaron Donald, almost like an emeritus status right now, even though he didn't play, he sort of has been built in as a lock for the Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl every year. 
But Javon Hargrave should be an interesting matchup for the 49ers. Now, they do a lot of outside zone and a lot of moving the defensive linemen laterally, but Hargrave's the kind of guy that can wreck a bunch of plays. You better have your eyes out for him come Sunday. So that leads me to a little strategery question then, Field, because uh, obviously we've been talking a lot about offensive line issues that uh, the 49ers and Bengals could have. Uh, Should I expect a bunch of screens in this game, a bunch of attempts to get the ball out of Purdy's hands as quickly as possible and then get guys to make plays? Yeah, I think that both quarterbacks will have plenty of that. I don't know if it's the two best, but certainly the conversation involving the best run-after-catch offenses involves both the Eagles and the 49ers. There might be a case that the 49ers have like just the superior sort of like run-after-catch athletes, but the Eagles have this scheme that just makes you react so much on defense. I love how basically every play that Philadelphia calls has like three plays within the play. I always think about when they run a zone read that also has an option for Jalen Hurst to throw the ball to a wide receiver or Dallas Goddard. And it's like, if you're a defensive player, you have to process right away. Jalen Hurst running the ball? Is Miles Sanders running the ball? Or is Dallas Goddard catching the ball? And that's just like within one play. So I think these two teams always do a good job of getting the ball out quickly and getting yards after the catch. Uh, not just because of the great athletes involved, Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, and A.J. Brown, and Devontae Smith, and Dallas Goddard, and all the Eagles running backs, but also the scheme. Both excellent, excellent schemes that make you think a ton on defense. So, Field, if you had to pick a skill position group in this matchup that you like the most, outside the, the quarterback is not a factor in this, which group are you going with, the Eagles or the 49ers? Yeah, I give the slightest of edge to the 49ers. And really, though, this is like choosing between, you know, two sort of first-class opportunities, right? This is like luxury home shopping right now, which I don't know that I've never experienced myself, but Fitz definitely has and Harry definitely has. So you guys can (laughs) harken back to the days that you were searching for a new mansion. And these are two awesome, (laughs) awesome groups. The Eagles probably have uh, a better one-two wide receiver duo, but Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in this game. I think George Kittle is the best tight end in this game, even though Dallas Goddard is a very, very good player. And I think those two kind of push the 49ers over the edge because wide receiver depth, uh, I would give the slight edge to the 49ers as well. Guys like Jawan Jennings have been, he's been so good for them just in like clutch moments. And for the 49ers, Christian McCaffrey is not going to be 100% come Sunday and it's like who do they turn to oh Elijah Mitchell who's one of the best running backs in the NFL last year once he became their starter so uh, they've just got waves and waves and waves of talent and a real x-factor in Kyle Juszczyk who even if he doesn't touch the ball on Sunday everybody knows that he is going to be prominently involved in almost everything they do uh, the closest I've ever come to luxury home shopping is, you know, I get to be the guy inside the luxury home that offers you still or sparkling water when you come in as the shopper. That's that's, that's really my only uh, experience on this. We're talking to Field Yates, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Let's go to the AFC Championship game in this one. Uh, who's the best quarterback in this matchup and why is it Joe Burrow? Uh, man, uh, another situation where you're choosing between luxury homes. I I think we are – I believe there are sort of like three alien quarterbacks right now in the NFL, maybe maybe four or five, that just like you put them anywhere, you drop them anywhere, and they're just a walking playoff berth. And, you know, guys, maybe – this is why I don't have my own radio show, uh, and you guys do, but, like, I sort of think it's a little bit of, like, wasted space figuring out who's better, Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes has accomplished more, but – 
Burrow has played an extremely high level in the matchups against each other. Burrow has fared very well. They get the job done in different ways, but ultimately they do have some common threads. Excellent accuracy. They're both elite under pressure, and they just are thinking at a higher level right now. Patrick Mahomes can see things that no other quarterback will see during the course of a play. Meanwhile, Joe Burrow plays with excellent anticipation. He's got a strong arm, but he's also got excellent, excellent touch. We are looking at two of the brightest stars that we have seen at the quarterback spot for quite some time. And what's crazy to think is, and we saw this a bit last week with the four teams left in the divisional round, is that the AFC has like potentially a half dozen or maybe even way more quarterbacks who could be around with their current teams for 10 years, right? It's not just Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, just to name five right there. And of course, wherever Lamar Jackson plays, I tend to think it'll be in Baltimore, but Guys like that, Tua Tungo-Vailoa, a lot of really, really, really legit quarterbacks that are going to be staples for their team for the next 10 or so years, which makes the AFC kind of the conference to watch over the next decade. Now, Field, you know how much I love you. You know how much I adore your family. I need you to tell baby Kinley, your beautiful daughter, that I want to wish her a very happy belated birthday. She is now one, and time flies, my man. Trust me, I know. Oh, man, look at this. First of all, Uncle Harry, we, she misses you dearly. She loves listening to the show every single day. Uh, she watches Fitz on all the shows as well, and all your shows as well. It is amazing how fast that year goes by. Like People told me when, uh, when we were first about to become parents, the days are long and the years are short. And it was one of those things that like you kept hearing it, so you felt like maybe there is something to it. And then here we were staring at her when she had just turned one, and we were like, holy cow, there is no truer <laughs> sentence, no truer phrase than exactly what people reminded us of. And it's been an amazing, amazing year. We can't wait for what's ahead with her. That is so kind and sentimental. Even I can't say something snarky after it. The days are long and the years no, are short. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> that's, that is beautiful. Kind of like radio shows are long and TV shows are short. So we have to that's fill time bad. with things like Joe Burrow versus Patrick Mahomes field. It's what we do. Uh, I got nothing. I got no, nothing. No, no. Listen, you guys are both. Here's the difference is that, like, everybody has their own skill set, right? What you guys can do is you can masterfully debate that You're damn without right. being disrespectful to either player, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. the art form is that – it's who is better without tearing the other one down. Because if you're tearing either of those players down, you're just being a moron, right? You guys are just better at that. It's why the two of you get to slap gums together for three hours a day. you got a national radio show that's absolutely crushing it and is one of my favorites to listen to. Uh, Harry doesn't get to slap gums with me till he buys me dinner, and that hasn't happened yet. Uh, Field, we appreciate your time. <laughs> As always, thanks for hanging out with us. Have a great Beauty day. Have a great essence? Weekend. How dare oh, you oh, tell yeah. a tale? Actually, he did buy me dinner now. Now we're obligated. I'm a two-date sort of guy, Harry. Field. Beauty and Essence. For, <laughs> in New York. Literally bought you dinner the last time we were is, together. This is very like, unbelievable. Thanks, Field. Uh, Field Yates, host of the Fantasy Focus Football Podcast, which I've now figured out. He's right. The fact that I just said smack and gums and also it, we went to Beauty and Essence is just uh, that, that, that – uh, yeah, we all know the wow. game isn't over till it's over. So next time you need parts for your oh, car, goodness. don't call it quits. We're not going to call it quits. Go to eBay Motor. They have 122 million parts to take your car into overtime. Get the right parts at the right prices. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. I'm all in on one definitive statement for this weekend. I'll tell you what it is next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. And shout out to all the mothers out there that breastfeed. Uh- Fitz and Harry, the podcast.
think the Eagles have a better unit offensively. Hurts keeps fighting for the end zone. What a run! The Niners are clearly the best defense left in this thing. Hit from behind, Bosa takes him down for the sack. Joe Burrow, I think this guy's got what it takes to win multiple championships. Wide open is Jamar Chase. Forget about it. At any moment, one play can end your season or keep it going. Mahomes, end zone. He's got another. Patrick still does stuff that you just can't comprehend. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. In about 10 minutes, we will be joined by a Bay Area legend. You won't want to miss that. We're presented by Progressive Insurance, but right now, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. You guys know the game we usually play. There's a twist on it. It is time to do some You Got One. It's another busy weekend in sports. Games. There's games. You like games? I like games. But you can only pick one game to watch. What is it and why? Game time! This is Got One Friday. Harry Douglas, we're not going to make people pick one game. No, we're going to make people pick one statement, one bet, one thing they are wildly confident in. Why? Because, my friend, I have been on a roll of late. I don't know if y'all have been following, but basically, we don't get them wrong. This show has been picking them. And last week, I told you, I went into my betting account. I opened it up. I said, you know what? I'm putting every single dollar on Cincinnati Moneyline. Ooh. And I won. Woo! Woo! Why do you think I'm going to the club tonight? I'm still feeling rich from that. Look, so I won. Give me my money. <laughs> so <laughs> little Friday, little Chris yeah, Tucker. That, that was good. Give me my money. That, that was good. Uh, I also, you could have gone with Eddie. I want half. 888-729-3776. What's the absolute one bet that you are wildly confident in? Harry, you got something. What's the one statement you are comfortable making definitively on the record right now? You will not back down on it. We will repost it Sunday night, and you will show the world that you put it out there, and you were right. The Philadelphia Eagles will beat the San Francisco 49ers because their offense is going to be able to control the time of possession. They're going to win third downs, but most importantly, Jalen Hurts is going to play like MVP Jalen Hurts, like we've seen him do all year long. So stamp it, post it, mail it, seal it, deliver it. That's my statement. I love every ounce of that. I will follow you up with one of my own. While we're making definitive statements, the Cincinnati Bengals are going to their second consecutive Super Bowl. Why? Not only because they do at this point today, right now in this moment, have the better quarterback – but also because they today, right now, in this moment, flat out have the better team. Yes, Chris Jones is an incredible player and can get after the quarterback, but we have seen Joe Burrow get knocked a you-know-what out, get back up, and still throw touchdowns. He can do that again and again. There are too many offensive weapons. There are too many key players on the defensive side of the ball, and the second-half adjustments are substantial. Kansas City might get out to an early lead, and I won't even sweat it. I'll put my feet up, I'll dip my wings again in some tasty blue cheese, and I will sit back and relax, knowing full well that the Bengals are going to come back, the Bengals are going to get the win, the Bengals are going to head to the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs, yet again, will be asking themselves, what went wrong this season? 
Dude, I love everything that you just said. And I agree with you. I agree with you. But it's kind of like the movie Friday again. We just we just talked about, you know, Smokey at the time and Friday. Give me my money. You just talk about <laughs> Joe Burrow getting knocked. He got knocked out. How he got knocked out? He got knocked up, out. Oh. He got knocked up, it's, it's, out. Remember Craig in, in, mm. at the end of that movie getting beat up by Debo? And, you know, Mr. Jones, come on, Craig. Come on, Craig. Get, on, get up, Craig. And his sister, Craig, get up. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow keeps getting up. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you know, Craig won the fight. Well, that's Joe Burrow. At the end of the day, Joe Burrow keep winning these fights, man. He keeps winning them. And the so di- I believe in what you said, and I believe in Broadway Joe, the new Broadway Joe. And the, the difference makers on the defensive side for the Bengals, too, you just look at the numbers over the last two years. Over the last two years, the Bengals go from around 20th in points per game in the first half. They're 32nd in the, in uh, red zone efficiency in the first half defensively. They're near the bottom, the bottom third in every category. When you look at the second half over the last two years, they're a top three defense in every major statistical category. They out-adjust and they win because of it. Mahomes won't be able to adjust to the adjustments. Those those are our definitive statements. What do you say we take some call? You, you, you... Joe, get up! <laughs> He got knocked up. All right, Josh in Ohio. Thanks for calling the show. Give us your definitive one statement, Josh. What you got? All right, guys. Thanks for taking my call. My definitive statement is that Joe Burrow will show why he's the guy after this weekend, not Patrick Mahomes. He's going to get as many playoff wins, actually more than the whole franchise had before he arrived, something Mahomes did not do. I love that, Josh. You got to call us back on Monday. We'll let you know how it went. Like we'll we'll re, we'll, we'll retee this up. We'll see how it goes. Francisco Ooh. in Atlanta. Francisco, what you got, man? What's your definitive statement? Francisco. Francisco. That's Hello? what to say. We got him. We got him. Did we? We lost him. Well, we had him. Then we lost him. I'm here. Oh, you're here. Give us your statement. I'm here. I'm here. Give us your statement. That. This weekend fits. This weekend, by the way, I love the show. I, I hear the show every single day. Thank you. I, I get in my truck. I, I, I drive around. But this weekend fits. This weekend is going to be Burrowhead. Man, everybody's in a Burrowhead. I love that. He said that well. He did that quickly, too. Like one sentence, bam, done. That's efficient. That's how you get in, you get out, and you, you dominate. But isn't that something how, how much people believe in Joe Burrow? Yeah. And what he's been able to do? In basically two and a half years in Cincinnati? The Bengals are now a juggernaut. Like, I can't believe it. Doug in Dayton. I can't imagine Dayton, Ohio. I can't imagine where Doug's in. Doug, give us your definitive statement for this weekend. The best bet that you can get today is Fresco over their point because every time Philadelphia from this year, dating back to last year, every time they play a team with a good offense, they give up 30 points. Every time. Uh, all good offenses score over 30 on Philadelphia. That's a great note, Doug, and I'm going to go put a little cash on that. That that I like that note. That uh, said, I think that's going to be a defensive struggle. Like all my but, mind keeps but, saying but is it's going to be tough to score points. I just wonder if the 49ers would be able to score points against Philly. I mean, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at this point. I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying that if they do, none of it makes sense. It, it just, I mean, they, was, it's, they struggled to score points against Dallas. Yeah. And by the way, Brock Purdy struggled against the pressure that he faced against Dallas. When he was pressured, he was 3 of 10 for 24 yards. He's got to improve on that against a defense that can disrupt the passer better 
than Dallas. Hey, I like that, that. You know, Doug is up there in Dayton. I used to take a little couple trips up to Dayton when I was at Louisville in college. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Now, why I was going up there? Yeah. See, that's none of y'all business. For, for the wings? But I, was up, but I was up there. For the wings and the blue cheese? Uh, just going out and hanging out, having some <laughs> wings? Wings right. no wings and no blue cheese. <laughs> We're going to deep dive into 49ers-Eagles with someone who knows the 49ers better than most. Super famous? Super fan. It's next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The Panthers have hired Frank Reich to be their new head coach. Breaking moves brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to linkedin.com slash sports. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And your smart speakers just tell them, hey, play ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jason Fitz. I'm sitting with Harry Douglas. You never know who's going to show up on this show. We like to have famous people come in. We like to have famous people come in that are fans. We had Huey Lewis earlier in the week telling us a little bit of his memories and some of his favorite 49ers moments. And yesterday, our very own Harry Douglas got to talk to somebody that also knows San Francisco incredibly well. Speaking of the Bay Area, we are now joined by one of the legends. I mean legends. And when I say his name, everyone is going to know exactly who he is. We're joined right now on Vince and Harry ESPN Radio by E-40, the one and only E-40. My man, how you doing? What's going on? Hey, no complaints, man. Every day is a holiday. See, I know you're on your high horse right now because you had the Golden State Warriors win the NBA Finals last year. You have the San Francisco mm-hmm. 49ers doing what they're doing right now. How are you uh, as a fan of your Bay Area teams? I'm just soaking it all up, man. You know, even with the like with the Warriors, you know, um, you know, for many years uh, before they got the right people in place, um, you know, we we took a lot of losses. We wasn't winning for years, you know, and uh, this decade has been. Warriors, man, you know, just the last, you know, 10 years, straight Warriors, it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a great time to be alive, to be able to witness it, being front row 40, courtside Earl, being able to see it in real time, right there in my face, you know what I'm saying, in 8K, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, being a season ticket holder and just watching them, just, you know, watching the, the, some of the greatest players of all time play, you know, um, it's just always a pleasure. Uh, when fixtures get together. So, man, and then, you know, dealing with the, you know, even the Giants, too. You know, they'd be back, but the San Francisco Giants. But um, dealing with the, you know, the 49ers, um, you know, the way they um, reconstructed the team a few years back. And now they got like a, to me, you know, it's a Pro Bowl huddle. Every time they huddle, it's like they got superstars on that team. So we really equipped and ready to go to play the Eagles and give it to them straight, not fake. You understand me? I think we're going to show up and we ain't going to break. You did? I like that already. All day, every day, maybe. Yeah. And I got to ask you about already. the quarterback, Brock Purdy, because he's a guy that came into the season, started on third string. Trey Lance came into the season as the starter. He gets hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo comes in as a second string. He becomes a starter. He goes down. But Brock Purdy as a third string drafted within the last pick of the NFL draft in 2022, Mr. Irrelevant. What have what has been your thoughts on Brock Purdy and the way he's been able to handle himself being the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers? Man, I don't know his parents, but I can kind of look through muddy water and see dry land 
And what I mean by that is, I you know, I look at life through different lenses. So me being an OG, I can kind of tell he was raised right. Like, he got morals and respect. Like, the young man, you know, he, he pretty buttoned up. You know what I'm saying? And I can tell, you know, through his college life, and I, I can tell they're faithful. They got, I can tell that they got a lot of faith in the Lord, you know, because, you know, dude, dude really, man, this is like, this doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah. This kind of stuff just doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> this dude went from Mr. Relevant to Mr. Relevant to the fullest. You feel me? Yep. And if he pull this off and get us to the big dance, even if he don't, he deserve his flowers right now. You know what I mean? Because he just showed up, man. I believe it's been seven games, man. And that man, I don't even know how many times. I think he probably turned the ball over one time. He might not even did that, man. That's what I like about him being <laughs> mobile and to be able to get out of sticky situations. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and make the right decisions, you know? So I think he's he has a bright future. He's young. Um He's ready to go, man, and I think he's. Um, I don't think he's gonna panic under pressure, man. I think uh, every um, so he got a right to be nervous because, shoot, even when I, get, you know, right before it's I go on stage in front of fifty, seventy thousand people, yeah, I'm nervous. And but when I get up there, I do my thing. You know what I'm saying? Skiggy Scott. So. and and i gotta ask you man we talk about brock purdy right now but he has a ton of weapons on offense you see debo brandon Ayuk, george kittle kyle use check christian mccaffrey brought him over in a trade with the carolina panthers who is your favorite offensive weapon who do you get excited about seeing when you're watching these games every last one of them because they go crazy. But I see McCaffrey come in. He's so explosive. You know, he's just so explosive. I've never seen – I got a line, bro, what I said in my raps years ago. I said, um, I said I'm rare like white running backs. And I, I'm going to keep it 1,000. I didn't really know McCaffrey was, was – I didn't even know they, had, they existed in, in the NFL to this day. And if they did, it's, it's, it's very rare. And, and why did the, the rarest one – I mean, the the one that I that that you know, why is he so damn dope? Like, I I got a line right now. One of my new songs coming out. Where I say I'm rare, like um, black field goal kickers in the NFL. I don't know too many. Do you? <laughs> not not starting. Think about it. But so I, I'm not. It, it, it ain't about that. It's just I, I mean, he's so he's so explosive. I mean, he don't care who you is. He don't know what he don't care what size you is. He's strong as hell. He quick. He know how to go through them holes and follow his blockers. And before you know it, he he, he didn't went past you. Like I played football when I was young. It was pretty much you know uh, it was uh it was uh it was Pop Warner. It wasn't you know it wasn't high school. You know what I'm saying? And uh, but I just remember us being number one in our region and you know in Northern California. We played some L.A. Cats. And uh, it was this little running back boy. That boy was so I'm – play, I'm playing defensive line. I mean, before I know it, he didn't went past me he, hella quick. So it's like I know how it is being a lineman, a, a defensive lineman, and, and having to try to tackle somebody like McCaffrey. You know what I'm saying? And then Debo, I uh, mean, these dudes, man, I mean, they're incredible, bro. I ain't never seen – like these people come come around once in a lifetime. You know what I mean? Debo, you know, you know how he get out. Don't let him – Better Don't tuck let your him chain. See, you know they get one. One thing about the the Niners, get on all them cats, man. Are you? I, I mean, everybody. They all Jennings. Everybody. They they go crazy. They they get them. They get them yards after after the catch. You know what I mean? 
Yep. They get them extra yards. When we good at that, bro, because every inch counts at the end of the day. Every second, every inch. You understand me? You could be an inch short, and not, and, and it is, your whole season can go down the drain if you don't get that first down. Now, I, I do got to tell you this now, because everything not going to be sugar and sweet come Sunday, because you do have to give the Philadelphia Eagles their credit and what their defense has been able to do. You talk about that defensive line, those linebackers in that secondary being a number one pass defense. When you look at San Francisco's offense, how do you do? You think they're going to be able to put up the the proper points? Because if Philly scores points, it's going to put a lot of pressure on the 49ers to have to score as well. If it was a fifth, we'll all be drunk first and foremost. Ooh, that's my line. Say it again. <laughs> if it was a fifth, we'll all be drunk. Okay. <laughs> yes, sir. So look, check that. First of all, they, we ain't played them all season, correct? Yep. You played them last year. You played them, I think it was week two or week three, 2021. 2021? Yeah. I'm talking the about before. this season. No, 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 not this season. That's what I'm saying. Have, have they ever seen any animals like us? Have they, have, have they ever seen seen young hyenas in uniforms? <laughs> no. What you call them? You call them young what now? Young hyenas. young hyenas in uniform. That mean they hungry. They ready to eat. <laughs> so, so I'm trying to told you. They ready to eat. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, they can say, you know, all all the East Coast cats, they, you know, they always, they always slam boasting and bragging and whatnot. And at the end of the day, just like Dallas, we, you know, we can show you better than we can tell you. We ain't even from Missouri. You know, Missouri is the show me state where they can show you better than they can tell you. Mm-hmm. You know, that's they saying. And that's how we feel. We can we would rather just show you instead of, you know, um over bragging and all that. We just confident and I just know what we're capable of doing. It's the same thing with the Warriors. Everybody looked at them like, Oh, it's over from last year and they took it all. Took it all, man. Something about the Bay Area, man, we special, man. The powers that be, the people in the front office, back office, wherever. The whole thing is put together like the weather in a very brilliant and intelligent, sneaky way. Because we got all, we always got tricks up our sleeves. All right, you last one that? I got for you. Last one I got for you now. Where are you going to be watching this game? Are you going to Philly? You going to the NFC Championship game? Or are you going to be, you know, at home with the big screen, with the family around, having a nice little party? Where are you going to be watching the game? I got a few options. I got a few options. I don't want to call it yet. I don't okay. want to call it yet. I don't know. I, I got some things up to play. You know, I, I know it's going to be a great game. I'm looking forward to watching it, even if it's in real time, you know, live, right in front of them, right there, you know, um, in the stadium, or whether I'm in front of one of them big-ass screens, you know. I'm going to be focused, though. I don't want nobody talking to me while I'm watching the game. You understand me? Even when I'm at the games, don't talk to me. I'm look, I'm focused. If I don't, if I don't get on the – if I don't actually go on – if I don't – if I turn my head one second – that could be a touchdown. I feel like that would be my fault. I lost the game for us. That makes two of us, me and you, the same way. I got to thank you for <laughs> your time, man. I appreciate you coming on Fitz and Harry. I've been a big fan of yours for a very, very long time. I wish you nothing but the best in the future. And also, I need you to send me a bottle of that liquor, my man. Man, I got you. Don't say less. I'll send you a mixed case. I right, appreciate that, what my you brother. Want. What you want, though? I got wine. I got tequila. I got cognac. Oh, tequila. I'm a tequila man. I got gin. You got a reposado? A tequila reposado? I got got Blanco, reposado, and Neo. What you want? Okay, I want want reposado. I want reposado. 
Equadento Tequila is the name of them. I mean, he 40 in Spanish, straight from Jalisco, Mexico, 100% agave, 100% owned by me. Say less, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only E-40. Thank you for your time, my brother. Got you, bud. Appreciate you. How is Harry Douglas going to get himself some liquor and none for his co-host? That was great. Thanks, E-40, for the time. We'll keep breaking it down. Obviously, most importantly, we're going to get you the picks. Why even watch the games on Sunday? We'll just flat out tell you who's going to be in the Super Bowl next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Still speechless. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM channel lady. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Again, congratulations to my, my guy, HD. Tonight, his high school gym will be renamed after he and his brother. Really proud of you guys for that. We got to get to picks, Harry. We've been on a roll. I don't know if anybody knows this, but first place right now. First place in the picks belongs to Fitz and Harry. It's time. <laughs> It's time for some radiant picks. So, so you telling them it's a team, man. Chase it's the money. Team. Chase the money. One guy can't do it. It takes all of them. ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. Fitzbits brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. What'd you say there, Harry? What are we going to do? We're going to what? Chase the money, uh-huh. baby. Gonna, Chase the money. That's according to the one, the only, Mr. E40. That's what... Uh, <laughs> Oh my God. I'm just trying to make things as awkwardly white as possible. Uh, Fitz and Harry right now, 8-1-1. One, and one. That's right, 8-1-1. One, and one. Freddie and Fitzsimmons, who are known cheaters at this competition, 6-3-1. and one. Uh, Candy and Carlin, also 6-3-1. and one. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, 5-4-1. and one. Joe and Amber, 5-4-1. and one. Greeny, oh, we're down there, 4-5-1. Greeny, them need some milk. All right, now it is time. For the ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge. I'm going to start with the easy one because I think we agree on this one. And I'm not even hesitating. I've already put cash on it. The Cincinnati Bengals at the Kansas City Chiefs. Interesting note. This line has gone all over the place. And a lot of times we see that happen when it's just casual people like me betting on it. But what we've seen are huge bettors, sharps, the professionals coming in left and right, betting all sorts of cash up and down. This line has gone from I've seen it as much as Chiefs plus three to Chiefs minus three. Right now it is Chiefs minus one. Well, guess what? The Bengals are going to win this football game, and the Bengals are going to the Super Bowl. So if you're telling me that I can also get a point in that, doesn't matter. I don't care. I am all in on the Bengals beating the Chiefs at Arrowhead Stadium. The Bengals will take them down, and as a result, everybody bets on the Bengals. Everybody makes a ton of money. You good with that one so far? Uh, 100%. Great minds think alike. Look at that. There's absolutely no dispute. By the way, uh, this is kind of funny that when the line opened, it was Kansas City minus two and a half. So they were favored by two and a half. Five minutes later, they're favored by one. Monday, Cincinnati was favored by one. Then Cincinnati was favored by two and a half. Cincinnati by one and a half. Then it was a pick Now we're back to Kansas City by one. And the crazy thing is that all of this has been professional money moving the line around over the last day or so. So that tells you that even the pros don't know. But... We're the real pros. We know. Let's get to the next one. The San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know, Harry. Oh, I feel like the 49ers have a better coach, and the 49ers might have better weapons, but I don't trust Brock Purdy. Talk me into it, Harry. The Eagles are favored by two and a half. That means they'd have to win by a field goal in this situation for us to cover. Do you think the Eagles win this by a field goal? I actually think the Eagles will win by more than a field goal. Oh, Oh, so I'm going with the Eagles because they were the best team in the National Football League the entire year. So why would I switch up on them now? Because they why? were. 
Because they weren't playing a dominant defense like the 49ers all year long? I understand that. But you don't believe in the Eagles as a team? You know what? It's time for show beef. We need it. We're getting it. We'll find out who's right on Monday because I'm telling you right now. I'm taking the 49ers. I don't know if San Francisco is going to win this game, but I could at least protect myself a little bit. I think they could win this game. Three points is a pretty small margin. I really needed this one to be bigger. I think San Francisco. Ooh. Yeah, I think San Francisco is going to Now, I will say this. It's not like coaches aren't wrong. They are wrong at times. But if this coach is right on this one, oh, man, Monday going to be a hell of a show. If, if, if Devin, do me a favor. If if uh, if Harry was right on this, just accidentally lose the whole podcast on it and don't cut any of it because otherwise <laughs> it is going to be a very, very long uh, day. What I do know is that Nick Sirianni, Kyle Shanahan, they are the anticipated guests coming up on Candy and Carlin. Thanks for hanging out with Fitz and Harry. Enjoy great games this weekend. And shout out to all the mothers out there that breastfeed. Uh, Listening to the Fitz and Harry podcast. You can listen to the guys live weekdays from noon to three Eastern on ESPN Radio, and you can watch on the ESPN app.